Five and a half minutes of not anything usable for the intro. This is stupid. Suck it. Internet. Welcome to Adult Heart of the Show, where we teach you how to be an adult, but better than you're currently being. Certainly. I mean, at least a little, right? I would. I hope so. I, or else what are we doing here with our time every week? I ask myself that all the time. I could be napping right now. That would be so nice. <laughs> it would be. Uh, My name's Clayton Smith. Hey, I'm Ryan Smith. We are related. Sometimes we're related, but today we are not related. Why not? No relation. Why? Because... What did I do? You know what you've done. <laughs> oh no more, boy. I, no, uh, one more holiday episode is really what I'm doing. Oh, get what here. a great segue. <laughs> that's that's why I'm not happy. Ryan, with you. we're doing a holiday <laughs> episode today. I noticed. It's very exciting. Uh, it's a very, uh, we have to do this because uh, we're doing an episode today on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. How to not do St. Patrick's Day badly. Sure. How to maybe do St. Patrick's Day well. Is that a poss- Is that possible? Yeah, and oh. <laughs> we're doing this episode because uh, we really owe it to our shared related heritage. Well, that's true. That dates all the way back to uh, Ireland in the, I think, 1300s. Makes sense. Makes when- sense. Smith is, uh, yes, yes, it's, uh, yes. I assu- I don't know. I don't know that I have any Irish heritage, but I assume that I do. Smith is a very British slash Irish sounding name. And, and if I- you're British, I feel like you've at least been, you spent a lot of time in Ireland because mm. it's so close. Yeah. And my name is Ryan and that's pretty much as Irish as you can get. It's like all it's the only thing that's more Irish is Orion. I was going to say that. Yeah. It's yeah, a fair point. Yeah. And you have a great <laughs> belt. Ooh. Turn that into a celestial joke. <laughs> it needs to be workshopped, but you know, we'll get there. It, it made me think for a second. Yeah. And I thought that's not spelled it's the same way. And then I thought, you know what? Let's just roll with it anyway. It's <laughs> great. Uh, so today we were talking about St. Patrick's Day. Now, if you'll recall, the attentive listener who was with us from the beginning, mm. anyone who might have heard the Halloween episode might remember that when we sat down with our friend Shannon Downey to talk about cultural appropriation, yes. uh, St. Patrick's Day did come up because mm-hmm. Shannon is Irish ish right yeah boston irish i think yes Uh, she had a lot of feelings about people uh co-opting saint patrick's day and just acting like real idiots during that (laughs) holiday yes feelings that are very well founded ryan let me ask you this question yes you ever had a saint patrick's day before (laughs) (laughs) have i personally had one have you have you experienced saint patrick's day in your life oh boy boy have i yes and given the number of times that you've experienced saint patrick's day in your life which is well into the 30s now Yes. Uh, what is your overall view of this holiday? Um, I mean, I guess it varies because here's what I'll tell you. One, first of all, uh, you have to drink. That's important. That's what you've learned. Oh, for sure. Okay. That's important. If you don't drink on St. Patrick's Day, then you're not doing it correctly. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the really the big takeaway. Here. Okay. Uh, two, uh, you should probably wear something green or people will pinch you. And that's upsetting. Getting pinched is the absolute worst. I heard it causes cancer. You don't want that. Is that... <laughs> Interesting. That's what someone told me once. That, well, that must be true. I assume so. I saw it on the internet once. Mm-hmm. It must be real. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, you know, you just you, you get wasted, you wear green, you walk around, you listen to the Dropkick Murphys, and you have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this holiday, unlike maybe any other holiday, gives people what they feel like is licensed to just go get just so drunk as soon as they wake up, yeah. right? Like wake up in the morning and if you're not already drunk when you wake up, you are behind, right? right. So then you start. Yeah. Uh, why do you think that is? 
Uh, you know, I don't know, but uh, but I, but I want to say though, I I don't think necessarily that it's just unique to St. Patrick's Day. I think that's certainly the one that we think of immediately because it's it's probably has that reputation. But I mean, you know, there's Cinco de Mayo. There there are other true. holidays. Mardi Gras, where, things. yeah, yeah where, where you drink quite a bit. But I but I, you're right. I, I St. Patrick's Day for whatever reason, and I don't know the answer to it. Uh, to your question is my long answer um, <laughs> is uh, yeah it, it seems like there's just that reputation of you have to drink and drink a lot and drink for a long period of time I mean here's the deal so we live obviously in Chicago and uh, St. Patrick's Day is big in Chicago partly because there's a pretty big Irish heritage group here in Chicago lots of people here have Irish heritage definitely also because there's a huge uh, group of douchebags who like to celebrate St. Patrick's Day as if they were Irish. And right? yes, and some pretty good people and too. And I didn't say there were only two types of people. I'm still oh, going. Oh, oh, sorry. And some just people who like good old fun, right? And they dye the river green here and it's kind of cool to see and it's like yeah. neon green and yeah. lots of families come for that. So it's it's a big deal here. Uh, big parties happen. Last year, nope, two years ago, mm. I was driving around and I had some early morning errands to run the weekend of St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. You've made a huge mistake, my friend. No, don't I know it. But I was in my car and I was driving around and it was, I kid you not, 7 a.m. And I was driving around uh, downtown and I look over at one point, again, this is seven o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Right. And I see someone on the sidewalk, stumble, stumble, stumble literally fall into the gutter and just <laughs> not move anymore oh. it's 7 a.m friend yeah why are you passed out literally in the gutter <laughs> in chicago <laughs> it's too early for that uh why not though you know why not start early why not you know what here's my thing here's what i say to okay. that. here's what i say to that you know what get drunk real early pass out wake back up then you're back in the game you're gonna rally chances are Probably won't be hung over the next day. Well, you know, it's worth a shot, know? I guess. You know what I'm saying? But I, if you're passed out face down <laughs> in the gutter at 7 a.m., what time did you start drinking? Yeah. And I don't believe that you probably have been drinking since the night before because you'd be dead. Right. Correct. That seems too yeah. much. So at some point, this person woke up at like 4 a.m. and was like, it's time to go. <laughs> and then went. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, I can't recall a time where I've ever had alcohol at seven o'clock in the morning. Honestly, I mean that you know I'm thinking about it. I mean, listen, we brunch and we we do that kind of stuff, and we like to have drinks and mimosas and bloody marys and all that kind of stuff. But Who's we people that I know Not in sure the I've world. Been, what is this brunch? <laughs> right. But I can't recall a situation where I've ever felt particularly intoxicated, like at 7 a.m. No, that's no. way too early. Yeah. 10 a.m. Oh uh, yeah, all right. All right. Then you're okay. gonna go on. Yeah, it's right. brunch time there. It's natural. <laughs> right. Uh, it's really weird, and I I will never forget. The worst St. Patrick's Day of my life was my first one in Chicago. I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't prepared. And we were out, you know, having a good time and going out and we went to some bars and things and it was crowded and annoying, but it was, you know, it's fine. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I was out on the blue line and I lived, I had like five or six stops out. And so we got on the train and then uh, we, we were all, we almost missed the train, right? It was there and we run down the stairs and we run in the very last car to get there and the doors closed right when we get in and we think, oh, thank God we made it. <laughs> and then we look around and we notice the train car is very suspiciously empty. Sure. And then we notice it also smells a whole lot like vomit. <laughs> and I look down and like <laughs> just near our feet, there's a huge pile of vomit, right? And it's oh, just yeah. so gross. So I'm like, oh, this is so disgusting. So the train goes and you're locked in the train. You can't oh, yeah. get off the train until the next stop. Right. So we deal with this for the next you know, minute. Get to the next station. Doors open. Everyone in the car runs out and runs up to the next car and runs in the next car, right? Oh. Doors close. We start moving. And I think... This one also smells like vomit <laughs> because that car also had been thrown up in. Yeah. Like, so 
Then we get to the third stop. Stop. Everyone it. runs out. Everyone runs on the platform. Gets into the third from the last car. <laughs> Run inside. Guess what? Yep. V- a puddle of vomit on the floor. <laughs> Three cars in a row, and it's just so disgusting. And they think, "Oh my god, this is too much." And so we get to the next stop, and again, Shut everyone leaves. Up. No, 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 it's not going. So we, everyone leaves, goes to the next car. That car, clear. All right, right, yeah. Thank God. Oh. So we then go the next couple stops. You know, get off at our stop. I step outside the car into the platform, hmm. slip in a puddle of vomit on the platform for the train, <laughs> and it is just so gross. Uh, and this was, by the way, before noon. You're right. Of course. Yeah. Well, that is the thing is people start early. There's also, um, is it still happening in Chicago? There there used to always be the, the St. Patrick's Day parade on the uh, south side. On the south side. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I know they kind of stopped it for a while and then it came back again. I think it's back. Like that. Okay. I mean, that, and that's part of the problem, right? Is it starts, I'm pretty sure that's particularly early. If it's not, it's certainly like in the very it's in the early, morning. It's late morning, early afternoon, something like that. So, I mean, it encourages people to get out there and start drinking yeah. very, very early. You know, I mean, it actually reminds me a lot of, um, of, of pride, right? There's another day too, yeah. not to not to oh, take away true. from the St. Patrick, but the, but we have we had a theme going on here with St. Patrick's, yes. but you've taken it and gone a different direction. That's fine. Go <laughs> on. <laughs> I don't know. I have nothing else to contribute to the show. <laughs> but I used to live where the pride parade happens and it starts early. And sure, yes, very yeah. similar, very similar um, situations. Um, uh, except St. Patrick's Day just feels different. It feels. Yeah, it more pukey, it feels more <laughs> douchey. Yeah, yeah there, there's there's definitely a, a vibe to it that is uh, inappropriate. So it's safe to say that lots of people do St. Patrick's Day wrong. Oh sure, right? They drink too much, and they drink you know things that aren't good, like green beer. I don't know whose idea green beer was. Right. It's terrible. Well, it's right. ter- no, it's terrible because here's the deal. Oh, come on. Green beer is never good beer. It's always oh, no. like Miller Lite. Oh, you yeah. Know? Oh, <laughs> or Coors Light. Oh, oh right. <laughs> and you put food coloring in it and food coloring. Food coloring is weird. You ever think about food coloring? No. Hey, this food isn't the color I want it to be. I wonder if I have some drops of some chemical substance that oh, I could put into it it's and natural. turn it a new color. It's natural. Is it? I'm sure. Probably. <laughs> oh, I bet it sure is. Right. That well, sounds here, real. Here's what I'll say. All right, all right. Stick up for green beer right well, now. All right. I'm not. All right. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> I, I am not a fan of green beer in the sense that I don't like Miller Lite or Coors Light or any of those terrible, terrible types of beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but I do like to have a green beer on, on around St. Patrick's Day. Why? It, it, feels like it's part of the of the festivities of 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 St. Patrick's Day. Right? What if you put your beer in a green koozie? That that would help, but you know, I, I I'm so here's again, I'm not opposed. <laughs> I'm not quite as uh, uh, opposed to it as as maybe as maybe you are. But um yes, I I agree in and what has turned me off to it though in in years, <laughs> many years. <laughs> um uh, over the course of many years is uh seeing the green beer vomit. Yeah. <laughs> that's the part. Not great. That's the part where I say, okay, uh, maybe not. Right. But, yeah. I, but uh, yeah, uh, again though, a little bit of, it's kind of part of the fun a little bit, a little bit, I guess right. that's true. You can't overdo it. And, and I would not spend my day drinking green beer. <laughs> I may have one and go, Oh, cheers. Green beer. Now give me something decent. Sure. Right. Okay. So you have to, it's about moderation and it's about, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me more about moderation, Ryan. I know a lot about it. Moderation and, expert, and Ryan have, A. Smith. And we have never done something terrible or stupid during St. Patrick's Day. So that's not a you problem. You and me? Yeah. I don't, I think that's right. That's have what we? I'm saying. No, no, I'm saying no. Okay. Definitely not. Good. Definitely not. Definitely not. Mm. <sighs> Could you have something you want to say? <laughs> 
Uh, no, I, I, well, again, we're talking about St. Patrick's Day. We're talking about the fun that takes place. I think, I think we had a pretty good time last year. Well, that we, uh, yeah, last year got a little, well, last year got a little out of hand. Uh, slightly, but a I don't bit. think it was, I don't think it was, yeah, it was pretty out of hand, but it, but, <laughs> but I didn't, I wasn't sick. Right. And, and yeah, uh, right. to me, that's usually the, the way that I gauge these kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't throw up, it's a winning day. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's a, a day where it's a, a, a drink all day or most of the day or even part of the day, um, and I didn't get sick, I, I feel like uh, I, I've done done my job and okay. uh yeah what happened last year <laughs> hard to say <laughs> very fuzzy uh all right so let's talk about um saint patrick's day a little bit the history of it because i think it's kind of interesting and then we're going to talk about a few ways that you can do saint patrick's day maybe a little bit better maybe sure. a little more adult like mm, i'm in we're going to get to that right after these words from our sponsors Adult Harder is fueled by Lagunitas. Oh my goodness. You know what beer is great when it's green? Obviously. And it's not, you're not going to half-ass us like some uh, super extra light beer. This is going to be some delicious stuff. You're not going to need to drink all day with Lagunitas. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. Here's the deal. If you're going to make green beer, here's a novel thought. Do it with a good beer. Yeah. Make your Lagunitas green. Yeah, put a little little drop of little food coloring in there or Mm -hmm. however you want to make it green. I don't know how else you would make it green. I'm not certain either. Mix up (laughs) some some kale. I don't know. Uh, Kale juice into beer. That sounds delicious. Uh, Drink Lagunitas because it's great, but drink it responsibly, especially on St. Patrick's Day. There'll be a lot of idiots out there. And Adult Harder is also sponsored by our friends at Oats Overnight. I got to say this. I love oats overnight, mm-hmm. and when I think St. Patrick's Day, I think apple cinnamon oats overnight. <laughs> you do? Why is that? Because there's green apple in there, and it is delicious, just like St. Patrick's Day celebrations. I guess that's true. Did you know that St. Patrick was the first person to make oats overnight? <laughs> and that's why we celebrate him today. Uh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I it's learned, a real history lesson. I learned that today on the show. And in honor of St. Patrick discovering oats overnight, you can get your oats overnight for 25% off. If you go to oatsovernight.com and you make any order and use our code ADULT25. Wow, 25% off any order. Doesn't even have to be St. Patrick's Day. You can just you can just stock up for every holiday that we will talk about on the show till the end of time. <laughs> They're all related to Oats Overnight somehow, <laughs> as we'll soon learn. Uh, go to Oats Overnight, use ADULT25, get 25% off your order, and make St. Patrick proud. Okay, we're back. And now let's talk a little bit about the history of St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Do you know that St. Patrick's Day is a day where we celebrate St. Patrick? I haven't heard of that before. Well, that's where it comes from. (laughs) Some people think it comes from somewhere else, but it doesn't. Uh, It comes from St. Patrick. Thank God. Yeah. So I think that, you know, the the, the fact that we celebrate St. Patrick is pretty well-worn territory at this point. This Irish guy who was a saint who was like, oh, let's celebrate him. Let's get drunk and throw up in the street just like St. Patrick would want. (laughs) Obviously. So uh, I just want to talk about a couple of things that maybe people don't know that I think are a little interesting that would be uh, good for you to take to your St. Patrick's Day party and spread around and say, look how smart I am. I know some pretty cool trivia. Yeah, tell all your super drunk, intoxicated friends how smart you are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, First one. A, guess what? St. Patrick? Yeah. Not Irish. Well, that's confusing. Yeah. How did that happen? Actually, from Zimbabwe. Shut. No, he okay, wasn't. That, Shut <laughs> that's not true. That would have been a hell of a plot twist. Uh, but he was from Great Britain. He was born in Britain, which is not Ireland. Britain was separate from Ireland. Correct. They're different places. I'm aware. Uh, but he was kidnapped by pirates and then sent into Irish slavery. 
This also seems possibly made up. It's not, man. Wow. It's a real deal. Jesus. Catholic Church is a veritable wonderland <laughs> of fun stories about pirates. Really? You, well, yeah. Kidnapped by pirates and sold into slavery. What a story. What a story. And then a few years later, he escaped. It's a very epic thing. We should write a screenplay about this because mm. it's going to be very good. There are going to be dinosaurs and machine guns. Wow. Maybe some Uzis. Oh, my God. Definitely a love story. Yeah. And also some sheep, like a, like a friendly sheep. Because that seems Irish. Wow. It's going to be really good. That sounds great. I would I would pay to see that. Yeah. Hopefully so will everyone else. Yeah, okay. So St. Patrick escapes from this. He goes back to Britain and he lives there as a not slave because that he wasn't, right? So he sure. didn't actually spend most of his life even in Ireland. And when he was there, he was mostly a slave. And that sucks. Then, like almost 30 years later, he thought, you know what? God wants me to go back and talk to the people of Ireland and say, it's okay that you were terrible to me. And also become Christian now. Hmm. And so that's what he did. He went back to Ireland and became this converter of people into Christianity. And there are stories. This is the part where it goes maybe a little off the rails. Hmm. But I read a story about uh, supposedly he baptized 12,000 people in one day. Um, that seems like maybe too many. It seems high. It, yeah, now, and, seems high. And, and I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know a lot about um, baptism and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, is it possible to do it with all 12,000 people um, just at the same time? Like, okay, you're baptized. Kachoo? Is that yeah, the, that's that's the, the, noise yeah, that's the baptism noise? Yeah, that's the water. There's water, right? It's weird. I didn't know that. Is that I've seen a lot of baptisms. Is that how it goes? I don't goes? know. I got to tell you, I don't know how he did it. Uh. Modern day, well, Catholic at least baptisms sure. involve like oil and chrism and making the sign of the cross in each person's head it's a whole thing Ugh. maybe though for like general christianity maybe it's different it's maybe true. they just say hey everyone we're in this giant <laughs> lake just yeah. put yourself underwater for a second i'll say a blessing yeah you're done oh that seems i don't know maybe that seems easier i don't know anyway so saint patrick not irish didn't spend much of his time in ireland was a slave while in ireland and yet we all think hey that guy's irish huh and at what point did he suggest uh, drinking a lot of green beer. When did uh, that happen? I can't find that in my research. I assume it was somewhere between the years uh, 417 and 424. Huh. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, that's yeah. good. That's good to yeah. know, at least. Yeah, but it's definitely real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He definitely drank a lot of green beer, definitely. Mm. Uh, what else? One of the other big things about St. Patrick's Day, we always think of like four-leaf clovers. Yeah. Right? That's a big Irish, luck of the Irish thing. That's right. Lucky and, charms, uh, man. I always think, I you know, I, I don't know if I've ever actually seen a four-leaf clover. Um, I mean, not not in person, certainly. I, I can recall as a child always looking for them, right? You look in like oh, the grass yeah. or in a field and you're like, oh. When your parents are like, wow, you need to get out of the house. So why don't you go out there and look for a four-leaf clover? Don't nope. come back till you find one. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> and then you do and you do and you look and you look and turns out all you find a three-leaf clover. You don't find anything. Over, you know, the sun sets and then it gets dark and you're scared and then the coyotes come yeah. and they drag you away and Suddenly. you spend the next seven years of your life living in a coyote den. Yeah, you're a coyote person now. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. That is a great time. This became very personal for me. <laughs> uh, well, it turns out that four-leaf clovers actually are quite rare, which is why we could never find them when we searched for them uh, on our own. And uh, by math, math tells us that uh, for about, for every one four-leaf clover that exists, there are about 10,000 three-leaf clovers. 10,000 to one. Oh boy. Yeah. So quite a ratio. Pretty much impossible. Yeah. Like, your odds good, are not great. Good luck, friends. So if you find one, it's pretty lucky. Yeah. And the reason why they're so rare is because apparently, technically speaking, there are no clover plants that naturally produce four leaves. Hmm. So if you get a four leaf clover, 
it's kind of an abomination of nature and you need to burn it <laughs> and <laughs> kill it ah. and rid the earth of its scourge. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Well, that explains why my mom always told me I was unlucky. Because you never found a four-leaf clover? Yeah. Well, if you were lucky, you would have found one. <sighs> She's not wrong. Well, that's a fair point. Yeah. Thanks a lot. So this got me thinking, like, what is this whole idea of, you know, four-leaf clovers being so rare? Did that have, what sort of historical impact did that have on people who, you know, were around looking for clovers before there were things like science and math? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So uh, I found an interesting little uh, tidbit that I'm just going to go ahead and assume is true, that uh, the Druids, they were Celtic priests way back when in the early days of Ireland, they believed that, first of all, they liked shamrocks, right? Three-leaf clovers. Mm. Even the, the the you know mainstream ones, they like them, and they thought that if you carried one with you, you could see evil spirits coming, and oh. then you would escape them in time. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so <laughs> that seems like something that happens. And you gotta wonder, <clears throat> what is the thing that made that the belief? <laughs> Who was like, you know what? I saw a ghost, and it's because I held this three leaf clover. Now I do understand that everything is ghosts, right? As we found out last fall, yes. in our episode about ghosts, right? Um, so I don't know. It's kind of a cop out then to say this three leaf clover. Let me see this ghost because everything is ghosts. You see I'm ghosts all the time. Guess though, it probably has something to do with green beer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're on the same page here. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. So there was this belief that three-leaf clovers could help you see evil spirits coming, and then four-leaf clovers, because they were so rare, they were really, they were Celtic charms, and they were presumed to offer magical protection and ward off bad luck. Wow. And children in the Middle Ages thought if they carried them around, they could see fairies. Makes sense. All right. So let's talk about a few ways that we can make St. Patrick's Day less terrible. All right. Because we still want to have fun. And you're right. You said that earlier. There's a lot of element to the funness of going out and having drinks with friends and wearing yeah. green and doing the green beer. Um, there, there's a lot of fun there. But it also, I mean, it just gets so out of hand so fast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And aside from the fact that, you know, when we are who are not Irish are celebrating this Irish holiday, is it cultural appropriation? Yeah. Yeah, you're looking like you're not sure, but I mean, it, sure, yeah. <laughs> sure, yes, yes. Okay. I mean, yeah, but I, I, I think that, um, well, okay, yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a way to have to celebrate St. Patrick's Day while honoring the Irish heritage, right? Which I don't think necessarily involves just throwing up in the gutter at 7 a.m. No, I think you could probably do a little bit of a better job than that, um, and uh, and and maybe not throw up in the gutter. All right, you have any suggestions? All. You have any ideas? Just, just take it. You know what? I said it earlier. I'm gonna say it again. Everything in moderation, and maybe that means staying out of these uh, these crazy ass bars with all the drink specials. And have you spent a lot of time in bars during uh, St. Patrick's Day? Almost exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you seen that's really set off alarms as the wrong kind of behavior? Sure. Um, so, I, I spent some time several St. Patrick's Day uh, days in a row um, going to a series of bars. I'm sorry, the plural is St. Patrick's Day. I don't care. <laughs> so I like to say St. Patrick's Days because they're Saints Patrick Day. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I've had green beer. Um, no, the the fact is, uh, I, I spent a lot of time out, and, uh, and and there are bars in Chicago that are famous for their crazy ass drink specials, mm-hmm. things like that. And I've been at those bars, um, but I, I got to see them from from a different perspective as someone who was walking around these bars with the owner of a particular establishment, which will remain nameless. Um, and uh, probably man, best, yeah. Oh God, for sure. Um, and seeing the people either sick, uh, passed out at the tables, right, just Oof. unconscious at the tables, um, or trying to use the restroom and realizing that there were just people everywhere throwing up, 
is um, enough off-putting. for me to probably not do that. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it's I think if you can avoid it, if you have an option to maybe stay home and have a, a small gathering at your home, or maybe you find a, a local bar that is, you, know, you that you like that maybe doesn't have quite as many drink specials. You yeah. know, nobody needs three for one car bombs or anything like that. Yeah, you and know? it's worth pointing out. Like, n- not only is this a little gauche, right? Yeah. Not only is it just kind of <laughs> gross and terrible, and, yeah, but also. Uh, uh, I think goes without saying, but just in case it doesn't, dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. Alcohol poisoning is a very serious deal, and yep. it's uh, in step one of being an adult: be a little more responsible. Yeah, you can have fun, but responsibly. Yeah, listen, I like I like a good Guinness. I like a car bomb. I like all that stuff as oh, much. Man, as I, I love guy. a good car bomb. Oh, so Ryan, delicious. what's in a car bomb? An Irish car bomb, uh, not like a actual, you know. <laughs> You know where I'm going with it. <laughs> yes. Uh, that would be uh, your Guinness, which is delicious on its own. Right? So already. good. So fantastic. So good. Um, and then I think, I actually don't know for sure, but I, I think it's half a shot of Jameson or some sort of Irish whiskey and then half a shot of some sort of coffee liqueur Baileys or something mm-hmm. like that. I think that's it, right? Yeah, I think so. And then you drop it in and you can drink it really, really fast because you don't want that sh- to curdle. Nope. Curdle, oh, then, God. Then you're, then you're done. You drink it slow, you are got big yeah. problems. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a chocolatey, coffee, whiskey, milkshake type thing yeah. that is just so delicious but again probably don't need to have four or five of those right, you gotta night. remember you're drinking a full guinness half a shot of whiskey and yeah. half a shot of another liqueur like that's yeah. that's a lot of alcohol yeah, so you're, you're drinking like a drink and a half two drinks easy just very in that. quickly yeah 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 and uh yeah you gotta you gotta be really careful so absolutely mm. uh here's something else speaking of alcohol i have a thought on how we can make this a little more adult and more responsible sure oh, i have an alternative suggestion for your green beer ryan oh yeah hit yep, me i do okay here we go this better be good or i'm picture gonna be this. really angry as an adult, yeah. as we've discussed on this show several times, it's good to be able to know how to make a good cocktail. Well, that's true. We right? have talked about that. And beer, green beer is easy to make. Green yeah. beer is very pedestrian. Yeah. So what if there was a great green cocktail you could make for your St. Patrick's? Yeah. That seems pretty adult and pretty great, right? Margarita. Now, margaritas can be green, yeah. and that's fine. It's a little little too Hispanic maybe to be really Irish, so oh, we're going to we're oh. gonna put that aside for now because we want to stay yeah. with the theme a little bit. Yeah, plus save that for our Cinco de Mayo episode, so, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there, and there are a lot of like, you know, green cocktails like, like Grasshopper yeah. and the other things. I don't know. Is mint julep a green? I can't it's remember. It's not very green. No. Well, no. But there's some mint there's in some, there. There's, there's green flecks in there. That's, <laughs> that's very astute of you. Very Thank good you. job. I remember now. You're welcome. Like Midori Sour. You know, there's... But here's the problem with like Midori Sour and the Grasshopper. Yeah. They're not very good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a problem. I've never had a Grasshopper, but uh, it doesn't sound particularly I mean, delicious. they're very sweet and the, you know, Grasshopper yeah. is very desserty, and yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's not something you can have a lot of or really sip and enjoy. Sure. Uh, so here's... I have a couple of options for us for other green cocktails one some sort of absinthe cocktail mm, right if you right. get now a lot of absinthe can be like clearish white or really pale green there are a couple absinths out there that are a little more vivid green yeah you can drink absinthe you could make an absinthe cocktail you could do absinthe and water and sugar right it's kind of a classic absinthe cocktail yeah um and that's really good if you like like the black licorice kind of flavor i do i don't mind very good i'm yeah. a fan Oh, I'm in. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So that's We're one. Classing it up a bit. Classing right. it up a little bit. All right. Absinthe is a very classy cocktail. Definitely. Right? Classy drink. Yep. Uh, and you could also, here's something we're doing this St. Patrick's Day, uh, is making a cocktail, a gin cocktail. Ugh. I know. You love gin so much. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> we're making a gin cocktail. We're going to use Boodle's gin, and then we're going to mix it with some things. One of the things we're mixing it with is, uh, as you kind of alluded to earlier, vegetable juice. Now, I know... 
you're going to say, this sounds gross. First of all, like let's, kale juice. Let's, let's take a pause here for one second. Okay. When I said that earlier, that was a joke. Yeah, yeah. What I'm telling you is, <laughs> joke's on you, friend, because <laughs> this is real. So um, green vegetable juices, like kale and spinach, right? You could juice them up, or you go to the store and buy like those bottles of vegetable juice sure. from Bolt House Farms, mm, perhaps. I do like me you know? some Bolt that's House a, That's Farms. a brand. Hello. Um, <laughs> So you can buy that and mix it with gin. Yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to, we got some Bolt House Farms, I think, because we're going to take it real easy because we don't have a juicer. So we're going to get some Bolt House Farms, mix it with some gin. We're going to do, uh, for each drink, each cocktail, we'll do half a lemon's worth of juice. We can juice half lemon. Okay. In there. All right. Um, a little bit of soda water, maybe about uh, two ounces of soda water, sure. maybe about an ounce to three ounces of gin and then a little bit of uh, the green juice <laughs> put in there. Sprinkle a little bit of cayenne pepper on that and mix it up. Okay. And you got this like kind of nice, a little bit sweet, a little bit spicy, kind of layered yeah. green cocktail drink. And it's really good. And I know that you think kale juice is some bullshit, but yeah. I'll ask you this, Ryan. Sure. You ever made a uh, Bloody Mary with V8? Uh, I have. Mm -hmm. I have. And how was that? Uh, fine. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's not, it's, not, it's not ideal, but it's fine. Yeah, so take the V8 or take the tomato juice, whatever. You've had Bloody Marys before. Oh, yeah. That is Boy, have I. technically made from fruit. Tomatoes are fruit. They have seeds. But, sure. you know, the, the, the idea of, you know, juicing something to oh, make yeah. it. So. Oh, listen, I'm not, so I'm not, listen, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm sure. just saying I don't like gin. Oh, oh, that's your problem. <laughs> but I would be willing to try. You could put try. vodka in there. You could oh. put tequila in there. You All could right. put, I don't know, whatever. Vodka seems like a natural choice because yeah. it's potatoes, usually potato-based. But I would be willing to try this this gin cocktail. Go ahead and make that for us next week right. here in the studio. And, and we'll I see will how it goes. give it a shot. Okay, No good. problem. Yeah, so again, a little bit of gin, a little bit of this green juice, some sparkling water, some soda water, uh, a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of cayenne pepper. Tested it out last night. Real good. Real good. <laughs> uh, of course you did. Obviously. Well, it's important to try things out. Oh, you have to. You have yeah, to. I can't just come on this podcast and say try this without having tried it myself. That would be irresponsible. Here's this ridiculous thing I just thought of on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, what else? Anything else we can do to make St. Patrick's Day great? Uh, I mean, I think I think as much, um, you, you got to make it a little more low-key, I think. If, uh, uh, you know, and I'm not saying, don't make it boring, right? You don't want to be boring. Right? <laughs> You're not a loser. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a difference between <laughs> low-key and boring, right? Um, so maybe that just means um, again, maybe finding if you don't want to do it at home, maybe it means finding your your favorite local bar, uh, local cocktail um, lounge establishment where you can actually go and, and sit and talk and hang out and enjoy the the, the day yeah. without feeling like, you know what? Somebody might puke on me any minute. Yeah, because that, that that's, there are that's no not scenarios in which that is fun. No. no. So uh, I think what this boils down to is while you're celebrating St. Patrick's Day, just sit back for a second and think this is a religious holiday. So you know what? What would Jesus do? <laughs> Yeah, that's um, that's typically how I how I think about you know my drinking. Yeah, makes a lot of what, sense. What would Jesus do? Yeah, Jesus was he liked wine. Sure did. So allegedly. All right. Well, I guess that's it for us this week. Uh, if you like what you hear, of course, please go on rate and review and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Hey. Guess what else? What else, Ryan? We're on the internet. We are on we, the internet. We got the social media thing going over there at Adult Harder Show. You can find us on all those various places where people like to do stuff with the social media yeah, stuff. Yeah, at Adult Harder Show. Sure is. It's pretty fun. Hmm. And I guess uh, we'll see you next week. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Empire Media.